This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And I told you that uh, Dr. Syed would be calling us, but he's a doctor, and I know how things go, and he has not called yet, so I will just make the announcement for him. So he's got a, and this is the first of its kind that I know of, and he's announcing it this way, the first long COVID reset summit. And uh, this is this will, by the way, we will have a link to this particular uh, web page up on our website later tonight as well. And uh, this is coming up on November the 18th through the 21st. And they're going to discuss topics covering all the latest developments in long COVID research, diagnosis, treatments, everything from lifestyle modification to the latest meds, supplements, and protocols. Now, I don't know exactly how this works. Registration is free. I don't know if you have to participate all through these, what, three days? Four days, or if it's just something you can come and go at. I don't know. It is in the announcement that I've got, the website that you can go to. There's even a little blurb on there where he talks about it. So uh, there's multiple people participating in this, and it's not just him alone. He's got other uh, doctors and folks from the medical community that will be participating in this as well. And his website is mygotodoc.com. We've had him on here many times in the past. So, again... If you're interested in learning more about long COVID, how to fight that off, what to do on your, you know, even in your own uh, medical, uh, how should I say, in your own diagnosis and treatment of, because most doctors aren't going to do anything for you, that's where he comes into play and what he's got going on. So, again, this is November 18th through the 21st. It is the Long COVID Reset Summit. And it's, regist- and it's free, by the way, to register. There's no cost for this. In fact, his website, there's no cost to. He's also a doctor that, and we first had him on Ready Radio because he's also got some kits and different things for those that are in uh, that realm where you're just wanting to make sure that you have everything prepped, ready to go. Uh, he's got the ability to even take certain prescriptions and fill those so that you've got extra on hand in case something were to ever happen. That's what he really prides himself on. So anyways, this is the Long COVID Reset Summit, and it's Dr. Syed. 
Hader, and it's S-Y-E-D-H-I-R-D-E-R. But we'll have the link. We'll put that up a little bit later. I told Brad, Brad, if you're listening, call us back. I'm going to take a break right now so we can get you plenty of time to chat as soon as we come back. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is coming up next, folks. Anything you need when it comes to uh, anything related to your HVAC system or electrical, don't forget they've got a great um, a great program right now on surge protection as well. So, Absolute Electric Heating and Air, 720-526-0231, or find them at klzradio.com. Don't let a broken furnace mean that your family's comfort is at stake. Get your furnace evaluated at Absolute Electrical Heating and Air to make sure you stay cozy in your house all winter long. Your home and family are their main concerns, so Absolute does everything they can to complete the installation and five-star cleanup in just one day. That way, you and your family can get back to normal life as soon as possible. Absolute also has a 100% customer satisfaction guarantee. Customer proven with over 1,250 Google reviews at 4.9 stars. They have flexible and family-friendly financing so you can get the replacement you need without putting yourself out before the holidays. Get your cost-free, friendly estimate with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air right now. Just go to klzradio.com absolute or call 720-526-0231 to get in contact with them today. 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Flash and Beck is next, 303-806-8886. Well, you just need uh, something done business-wise, you know, something legal, contract, uh, you name it, just advice. He can do all that for you. Or if you've had an accident and you need help in that re- regard, he can do that as well. Again, 303-806-8886. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law has a unique background that makes him a more effective advocate for you. He handles both criminal and civil cases. Most attorneys only do one or the other, but Kevin has almost 25 years of experience on both sides, which means he has more practice in the courtroom. Most personal injury attorneys will say they have experience in court, but since only about 10% of personal injury cases actually go to trial, those attorneys only appear in court once or twice a year. Because Kevin also takes criminal cases, he appears in court constantly. Kevin has a rare ability to present an argument that only comes from years of experience learning how to read a courtroom. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh continues to practice both civil and criminal defense because he believes the courtroom keeps him nimble. Trial tested, trial ready. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Schedule a free consultation now. 303-806-8886. Okay, in our home transitions, again, folks, any questions you have, you're just trying to make some decisions. What do I do? How do I time it right? What are my options? Am I doing the right thing? Catherine and Robin would love to sit down and chat and help you with all of those decisions. 720-437-8210. Living with your family in a multi-generational house makes sense until it doesn't. Talk to Catherine and Robin at K&R Home Transitions before making this kind of commitment. The problems can sneak up on you. Expenses are high. Health issues can come up for you or your loved ones. And overall inflation just makes everything so much worse. Catherine and Robin can help you avoid these potential issues. They help you consider the risks of including your family in a real estate deal before you get locked into a living situation that can deplete your valuable resources like your time, energy, and money. Be informed when considering multi-generational housing with Catherine and Robin from K&R Home Transitions. Be positive that combined housing is the right move by calling them now at 720-437-8210. 
That's 720-437-8210. Or leave them a detailed message by using the contact form at klzradio.com slash home. K&R Home Transitions, powered by Worth Clark Realty. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Brad, welcome back. How are you? I'm glad you called. Thank you, sir. Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, but like, like that Arizona election, that just, uh, whether it was stolen or not, it just gives people the perception it was, and uh, that's why uh, people don't want to support the Republican Party. And then Mitch McConnell cost us three Senate seats. He spent $9 million to attack Kelly Shabaka. And it's one thing when you want to give up in Colorado because we're outnumbered, but now you almost want to give up because our own side is letting us down. Right. No, I, Brad, as I said earlier, I am of the opinion that we need a lot of changes in leadership in the Republican Party, given what just happened in this last election. Now, a lot of folks will say that, oh, John, it's not as bad as you think. We had some good wins and so on. And yes, we did. We've, we've got the House now under control. We can stop a lot of the nonsense. But but Brad, I think we could have done a lot better. We could have done a lot better here in Colorado. I'm just one of those guys. If things aren't going correctly, leadership has to change, period. I agree. It's like uh, uh, the Broncos. If the players mess up on the field, the coach gets fired. That's even right. Runs, not, even runs not the coach's fault. That's right. No, I, but, you know, at the end of the day, it is, Brad, because, it, and not to correct you, but when the coach is in charge of the players and the players aren't doing what they're paid to do and they're not organized or not, you know, not running the right plays. They're not proficient. I mean, whether or not we agree or not, it does still come down on the leadership, which is the coach. And by the way, if the coach doesn't do well, now the general manager and even the ownership group has to look at things differently as well. Bottom line for us as Republicans, we're hiring these individuals to do what we need to do to win elections. And if we're not winning, I'm sorry, Brad, fire him and start over. That's my opinion. What do you think about Kevin McCarthy? Now, I think he's bad, but he's a lot better McCarthy. I mean, McConnell, but he's still bad. Uh, he's better than McConnell, but he would not have been, you know, my first choice. Although some would say, well, then what is your first choice? Brad, I'd have to really look and analyze that. I don't know. That's a great question. I, I, I would support Andy Biggs, but uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene seems to think the Rhinos and the Democrats have a deal worked out that if we can't get to 218, the Rhinos and the Democrats are going to vote for Liz Cheney as Speaker, so we might have to settle for Kevin McCarthy whether we like it or not. Um, I don't see that happening with, with Liz. I'm sorry. I just don't see that. It, and I, I think you can pretty much bet it's going to be McCarthy, Brad. I mean, I think the handwriting's on the wall just like it was for McConnell. Uh, yeah, like I it agree. or not, that's what's going to be. Now, you, you, you said you were going to ask me my thoughts on something. Was that about... Trump running? Yeah, I always thought, well, th- two thoughts. One, what do we do here in Colorado with leadership? Two, yeah, and, and, and is Trump going to have an ill effect on some of that? Well, number one, I'm not a fan of Christy Burton Brown. Uh, she had two chances in the last year to remove uh, the open primary. She dropped the ball both times, and I've been to a, I go to a number of meetings throughout the month, and uh, she is not a very popular person. Uh, she, Someone needs to be a fly on the wall and report back to her because, uh, I hear a lot of negative comments, and as far as Trump running, last night I would have told you, let's just wait till after December 6th because we got to get Herschel Walker elected. Right. And we don't need Trump attacked to Herschel Walker, but whether Trump runs, and after what McConnell did today, I think Trump should just run. I'm glad Trump's in it now because he'll continue to be a thorn in their side. You know, after what trump did last night as far as this speech and and again differences of opinion on whether he was dynamic enough not dynamic enough and so on i I watched it and and actually saw 
you know, body language and so on, Brad. And I, I really, I, I'll be the first to say, I really don't have anything to complain about. In fact, if if Brad, if Trump had acted all along, even through this last, this last election cycle, like he did last night, I think we'd be in a different place altogether. Not saying that anybody that doesn't like him is going to start liking him, but I think some folks that are on the fence, if they would have seen what I saw last night, wouldn't be so much on the fence. Now, I also know this. There's a long way between now and 2024. Andy and I, of course, will all be talking about it here for, you know, in depth over the next, gosh, several months, if not year, Brad, because there's a long way to go before we even get into that that primary season. Uh, can can he pull it out as far as the primaries go? It's too early to tell, Brad. I mean, if anybody is attaching to a candidate right now, no offense, Brad, you're dumb. It's too early. Yeah, I agree. Another thing uh, people fail to realize, let's just say, Warnock wins, and the Democrats win, got the majority, 51 to 49. Right. People are automatically going to think they can get rid of the filibuster. Well, not necessarily, because if Manchin and Cinema hold firm, the Democrats would still only have 49 votes, because last time it failed 52 to 48. This time it would fail 51 to 49. Yeah, so I, I'm not convinced that even if he wins, they get everything they want because you've got two or three senators that are up for re-election, Manchin being one of them, that they're going to have to really watch their P's and Q's, Brad. So I don't think it's as much of a slam dunk for the Democrats. And this is the one thing we have to be careful of when we listen to media on any side, our side or theirs, Brad. They all try to pump things up. They're trying to get clicks and views and so on. So they're trying to get everybody they possibly can to see what they have to say, because that's how each one of those entities makes money. So be careful, all of you listening, when you hear different things along those lines. The Democrats and the left and the media are trying to say one thing. We're trying to say something else. In reality, Brad, something totally different will most likely happen when it's all said and done. As you know. And another thing I noticed, if you look at these House election results, some people are saying 218, some people are saying 219. Now, Fox is still stuck at 207, but every time a Democrat wins, Fox is real quick to report it. But when the Democrat, when the Republican wins, even though other news sources have given right. the Republicans at 218 or 219, Fox is still stuck at 217. Now, I don't think Fox is nearly as good as everybody thinks. No, I don't either. I'm with you on that one, Brad. I, I, I barely even watch him anymore, so I'm, I'm with you on that one. So Fox, so Fox basically knows that we have 218 or 219, and they, they, they refuse to move off the 217. And I don't know why that is either. I mean, I don't know what they have to lose. I mean, to, to me, these guys reporting on this is like our local weathermen reporting on the weather. They're right half the time and wrong half the time. Why do they care at the end of the day? They still have their jobs. Who cares? Because I think Paul Ryan's on the board of directors, and I think if I was in charge of Fox News and it was up to me, Paul Ryan would be the first one to go. Well, that yeah, that goes without saying. I'm definitely not his fan, for obvious reasons, Brad. You know that. So basically, I I called up like Mike Lee's office and Ted Cruz's office today and said, "Yeah, McConnell won, but is there a way to slow him down?" And they're going to try and look look at it to see if there's some way they can at least slow McConnell down. Well, I mean, slow him down in regards to next election cycle and what he does in regards to candidates or, I mean, let's face it, Brad, he's not going to be any threat in the Senate because there's not going to be much going on because the House isn't going to allow things to happen anyways. Let's hope so, because if McCarthy may or may not hold firm. Now, if Marjorie Taylor Greene and Trump support him, maybe I should give the cut the guy a little bit of slack. And no matter how much you dislike McCarthy, in all likelihood, he's going to be the nominee, so uh, that, that's just one thing we, we, we might have to learn to live with. Agree. Agree. Yeah, I think that's right, Brad. So, so it's, it's, 
we, we, at least we got some victories, like Chris Kobach won in Kansas, and uh, you go to states like New York and Oregon. Yeah, we, you know, and there's other areas we actually did really well. My, and again, not that I would, not trying to brag, Brad, but really, any what happened in Colorado. That's why I was so shocked at a lot of the folks coming out, even on the lecture denying things, talking about Colorado and different races and so on. And frankly, Brad, there isn't hardly anything in this state that came out any differently than what you know Andy and I predicted on the front side. And I was, you know, Andy was more gracious than I was on some of these. No, and one thing that's kind of puzzling is you and I are both from Jefferson County. The one A, one A, one B, and one C. All failed, 121 passed, so why do the voters uh, vote know. the right way on tax cutting issues, but then they I vote don't the know, wrong Brad. way? If you could answer that for me, I think we'd both be governor. So uh, I don't know. And, and do, you, do you think it has something to do with the Dominion voting machines? Or do you no, think Colorado, no I think it's just Coloradans. I mean, you've seen that in so many elections now that, no, I, I don't think so, because frankly, frankly, Brad, if, if the Democrats had their way, and, and they, they really had full control over Dominion, 121 wouldn't have passed. There would not be a, a tax decrease in this state. You and I both know that. They're, they're, they are never for a tax decrease. It's not in their vocabulary, Brad. So, in other words, the voting machines aren't rigged as bad as... I don't think they're rigged think they as bad as everybody says, no. I, are there some issues and irregularities and things we need to be careful of and watch? Absolutely. But I can tell you right now, everything that happened... I mean, I mean get this, Brad... And this, is, this just goes along with the, with the voting base in Colorado. We won't vote to extend, not that I'm in favor of it, but we won't vote to extend liquor licenses and allow wine to be sold in grocery stores, but you can go buy psychedelic mushrooms now. I mean, that is the most bipolar voting state there is. Yeah, and when we passed that, a lot of the problems started when we... Uh Passed Amendment 64 to legalize marijuana. Exactly. So, again, I go back to if all these machines were rigged, all of those would have passed, Brad, psychedelic mushrooms on down the line. But they didn't. And a lot of the problem is people on our, when the Democrats get mad, they get on vote. When we get mad, we vote libertarian. Or yeah, we, we get mad, or we just don't vote, Brad. That's how dumb we are. So, from a strategic point of view, the Democrats are smarter. They are, they are much smarter strategically than we are. We, we can't get of our own way sometimes, Brad. And, and do you think it's going to get any better? Now that we control the House, I just wonder how much we'll be able to slow down the Democrats. Nationally, yes, I think it'll get better as far as that goes. Locally, we, we need, we need and I'm with you, we need drastic leadership change in this state. The problem that we're, and I'm going to say it, I'm sorry, folks, people aren't going to like this, but I'm hearing rumblings of all the different people that may run against KBB. I don't like any of them, Brad. Who, who have you heard? I cannot say on air. I, I will not do that at this point. But I, let me just say this. All the names that are floating around, I don't like any of them. Well, would Steve Host consider running again? He's not here anymore. He moved. So, he does uh, not live here anymore. How about Anil Mathai? Uh, Anil might. That would be a question you'd have to ask him. Yeah, I have I'd not like heard him. his name circulating. Yeah, he'd be my first choice. Anil's a good guy. So, so it's it's not looking good as for in Colorado. I, I I'm not in I'm not a big fan of the folks that I've seen floating around name wise. Just 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 me, and, and partially Brad because that role, as you know, requires fundraising tactics, getting people together, true leadership. Uh, you know, I mean, we've got folks whose names who are floating around that can't even win an election. If you can't win an election, how are you going to run the party, Brad? I I agree, and then. Why would anybody want to spend the time going door-to-door, stuffing envelopes, making phone calls, or donating to the Republican Party if all that happens is we get a, a Mitch McConnell or right. 37 Republicans voting the wrong way? I, right. We, would you advise sending money to Herschel Walker, or is that just uh 
Probably wouldn't hurt at this point, Brad. That's that's probably one. I mean, we need to try to get Herschel across the finish line and win, if at all possible. Does he have a chance? Yes, I believe he does, especially now. Um, yeah, that one I would have no problem you know, donating to. Yeah, I was thinking to send him $25. Wouldn't hurt. Ma- would not hurt, Brad. McCon- after McConnell let me down, I sometimes you wonder why. Well, you can't penalize Herschel for that. Yeah, I, I agree. So uh, we we just we got our work cut out for us, and we, we do. got to hope for the best. And uh, like I said, Charlie Kirk had been warning people for several weeks now, you, if you show up to vote on Election Day, you run the risk of a long line. Yeah. And then the tabulators and the printers went out, and if those people would have voted early voting. Um, yeah, they wouldn't have that issue. Gary Lake might good be governor right now. Good point. Brad, I'll leave it at that. Good, You're always a good call. I appreciate it very much. I enjoy talking to you. John and Cheyenne, I'll let you uh, finish it off here for this half hour, sir. Well, thank you, John. What I would like to suggest is what we did here. It wasn't perfect, but in Wyoming... They didn't have a lot of mail-in ballots. They, I think they had early voting open too long. But you went in in person. You showed your ID. They gave you a card. You slid the card into the machine, and you voted. And when you completed your vote, it printed it out with barcodes underneath it. Now, there, yeah, the barcodes could be wrong, but you could read every person you voted for. Mm-hmm. And then you took that over and scanned, and they fed it into a machine. Right. And that was considered, and then that scanned your vote. Why couldn't we have, say, seven days, because everybody's got an excuse for why they can't vote on Election Day. So why couldn't we have seven days in-person voting and go back to, like, when I was in the service, if I wanted to vote absentee or by mail, I had to contact my election, have them send me an absentee ballot, Mm -hmm. I had to fill it out, and then have it... uh, in front of an officer who would have to then sign saying that's the way it used to be back in the day the only other option john that we've got and this is this one i am in favor of nationally because i don't i don't believe in doing you know elections on a national basis but i do believe we could man i'm i would be in favor of this even as an employer i would be in favor of this you could make that a national holiday give everybody the day off which for most people would and and really concentrate on getting people out to vote if you wanted to do same day voting that's what you'd have to do now i'm not saying that's the only answer but if that's going to be the excuse, no. then let's make it a national holiday. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm all for that. The other thing is make it easier in person, whereas if, you know, you got to have more polling places maybe or more machines. Which is not make that hard to do. That, that's actually easy to do, John. No. They, they could easily make that happen. Right. But they every time you make it where you have to go in and do it in person, it makes it harder to cheat. Exactly. Not saying that. Well, I, well, I think I think even psychologically it makes it harder, John. Right. But and then what's wrong if I have to show an ID to walk into the county courthouse to watch the proceedings? Why shouldn't I have to show an ID to vote? Well, and you and I both know you you should, and I think that should be uh, something. I, now, now again, is that something that, that could be? pushed out on a national basis requiring every state to require that and if not there's certain funding that they don't get and so on still not telling them how to run their elections but at least telling them this is how it's going to work as far as id goes yeah i'd be in favor of that one all they have i mean we make it that way for tsa to hop on an airplane john you could do the same thing for voting hey how about this remember when they enforced the 21 drinking age right 
and what the Fed did. If you didn't raise your drinking age to 21, they took your highway dollars yeah, away. Yeah, again, there's there's multiple ways to make it where every state would have to require an yeah. ID. That would not be hard to do. An ID and in-person voting, unless, like, Say you're overseas serving in the right. Country. Well, or you know you're going to be out of town, and you can't, you know, you can't My avoid wife. it. I mean, that old way of doing an absentee ballot worked fine. We just took that too far, yeah. and have not got all mail-in voting now in Colorado, which is just dumb. And I believe Oregon has it too. Yeah, there's like 13 and states I want to say now that do it, and we were one of the first ones to do it here in Colorado. And you think it works? Do I think it works? No, it's ripe for fraud. I don't I don't like it. Now, do okay. I think we have one of the better systems out there because of how long we've had it and done it? Uh depends on it all depends on who's Secretary of State and who's running things behind the scenes. It's still ripe for fraud, exactly. John. Exactly. And all you have to do to look at why mail in early voting doesn't work is Pennsylvania. Yeah. How many Democrats and how many people voted for Fetterman before they saw him in that debate. Uh, most likely a good percentage. Yeah, good point. Good I'd point, like John. To, I'd like to see the media do that. Hey, John, have a great you day. You too, man. Appreciate you very much. As always, thanks for calling. Brad and John, Both that was those are, those are both really good calls. I appreciate it. High Five Plumbing is next. And, again, folks, nobody wants plumbing problems around the holiday season. Uh, we've got winter here. It's going to be really cold as we get into to, you know tonight, tomorrow, uh, on on through the weekend, snow tomorrow as well. The last thing you want is plumbing issues. But guess what? High five will still be out. Come to your house and take care of things if need be. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. A small problem can quickly turn into a disaster when it comes to your plumbing. The situation you're dealing with can do devastating damage to your home. You want the protection of a High Five Plumbing Club membership. As a member, you automatically get priority service and scheduling and a 10% discount on every service call. Bad plumbing can destroy your home, but the perk of a club membership takes the pressure off a stressful situation. On top of Advantage Scheduling, you will get access to emergency plumbing services available 24-7 and a discounted after-hour service call fee. Water damage is potentially devastating to your home, so call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445 to learn more about the membership or fill out a contact form at klzradio.com slash plumbing. Mention KLZ when you schedule any appointment for a waived service fee and a free tub of BioClean drain cleaner high five plumbing where every call ends in a high five stream auto repair folks tires that's going to be a big deal tomorrow especially as we get into potentially two to four inches of snow or more and make sure you've got great tires and i'll just say it now if you don't have good tires on your car stay home don't don't be a hazard to everybody else that's out there and then after the storm is over go to extreme and get tires put on 303-841-1071 or go to klzradio.com Don't wait to take your car in until you're broken down in a storm, wishing you had done the maintenance. Bring your car into Extreme Auto Repair for maintenance now. Snow could come at any time, and you don't want to be caught off guard in poor conditions, not knowing the condition of your vehicle. Make sure those crucial components of your car, including your tires, battery, headlights, and heater, are going to last you through the winter. As the weather starts changing, fluctuating temperatures affect your car beyond what you see on the surface. So addressing the issues now is critical. Extreme Auto will help you winterize your vehicle, explaining why they recommend certain services to better prepare you for the cold months. Colorado winters are unpredictable. 
So give Extreme Auto Repair a call now to set up a maintenance appointment. 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. Or write them a message at klzradio.com slash extreme. All right, Solar Energy Partners, as I said all week, there's a new program for residential customers that even make it more uh, entertaining to have solar. Give Alan Davis a call today. Find out how that works for you, 303-378-7537. Imagine what having a $0 per month electricity bill would be like in retirement. As soon as you get solar installed with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners, you'll start saving on your power bill. The monthly cost for solar will never increase no matter how much energy you use. Owning solar is like having a net zero power bill that eventually turns into a monthly credit when you finish the monthly payments on the solar panels. What you save can give you extra money each month to use as you see fit. Installing solar used to be cost prohibitive, but not anymore. Just consider the amount of money you shell out every month on your power bill alone. The energy provider profits on that money because it isn't being invested. Investing your payments in solar means that money will actually serve a purpose. When you finish your payments, you won't have to pay for power anymore. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to set up a consultation appointment. 303-378-7537. 303-378-7537. Or visit klzradio.com sun. This is Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we're back. We're going to get to Scott Garlis in just a moment. Wayne and Castle Rock calling in first, though. Go ahead, Wayne. Hey, what do you say, John? Good, sir. Well, I know you're limited on time, so I'll try to keep this very brief. Uh, are you aware of the lawsuit that Judicial Watch has has uh, filed against Janet Griswold for not keeping the voter uh, uh, rolls up to date? Yes. Okay. Do you know the Libertarian Party of Colorado is a co-plaintiff in that? Um, I did not, but great. I'm glad. We are. Uh, I asked the attorneys when they called me to see if we wanted to join them why they didn't uh, have the Democrats and Republicans on board. And they said, well, the Democrats have no... <laughs> no yeah, no they don't want to be a part of that, Wayne. Come on now. That's an easy answer. Yeah. Well, I, I, I kind of suspected that. But the Republicans have their own effort going on. So uh, there's probably going to be two efforts to try to clean up the voter rolls. Gotcha. And if we had people voting in person like we used to, yep. we wouldn't be having this That's exactly right. 100%, Wayne. Fully agree. I know you don't have much time, John. No, you're spot on. Thank you, by the way, for doing that, Wayne. I appreciate you. We'll talk more tomorrow. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Scott Garlis joining us now. Scott, man alive, has things been ablaze when it comes to Ponzi schemes in Wall Street? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, I know that it's... I was corrected the other day and said it wasn't really a Ponzi scheme, but then I went back and said, well, the way I see it is it actually was. Yeah, I guess it it depends on how you look at it. But, man, everything going on in crypto right now certainly has... Well, anytime, Scott, uh, you're requiring deposits from new people to cover what somebody else did because you used that money for something else, isn't that a Ponzi scheme? That is a... The definition of a Ponzi. Thank you, and that's as far as I'm concerned. I thought that's exactly what he was doing. That's that's exactly what Bernie Madoff did. <laughs> okay, so okay, I, again, I just want to make sure that I'm on the right track here. So, uh, really quick, and I know there's always folks out there that there's lots of news on this. I mean, Scott, I was watching social media last night, and I'm not joking. 
every other thing you saw pop up had to do something with FTX. So there are folks, though, out there that probably have really no idea or very little idea what actually happened to FTX. For all those that don't know, give us a quick snapshot of what happened. Yeah, so, I mean, so basically, if we, can, we, can we back it up for a second? And yeah, go ahead. Further back, like sort of everything that happened with crypto. Yeah, let's do so that. No, that, yeah, yeah, back, let's get the backstory. That's fine. That's perfect. If, if you look at Bitcoin and you look back at the Bitcoin chart um, over the last five years, from say the end of 2017 to today, you'll notice that there is a big spike that happened in early 2021. And that, and that was basically fueled, if you look at when it, when it played out, it was fueled by the stimulus that was approved mm-hmm. in March of 2021. The, the additional, I believe, what was it, like 2.1 or 2.3, uh, was it, gosh, was it billions? Or tri- it was trillions of dollars. Um, they were approved by Congress and were handed out to people. And so I remember specifically talking to people doing interviews I know people that were making below the threshold to receive these checks, and they told me they didn't need the money. They were putting it into cryptocurrency to try to make more money. So it was basically the government fueled a lot of the running this. Right. So True. What? What? Yeah. And so then what we saw was this continued um, when the tax credits for children started uh, with all the jobless benefits, and then you see as they ended. You can see cryptos as the jobless benefit stuff ends, crypto starts to go, and then when the child tax credits end at the end of 2021, crypto really goes and, and really hasn't looked back since. Um, so to me, I, I look at a lot of this, and I, I look at the timeline, and I, I really wonder about there's a lot of coincidence about the way this thing ran mm. and all that stimulus being introduced into the economy. Mm, good point. Now... What is what has happened here is there are guys, uh, you know, entrepreneurs, whatever, uh, that saw an opportunity to make money, and they they started crypto exchanges, they started new tokens, all this other stuff. And so the the long and short of what I know is that a, a lot of these coins and these funds or exchanges, their you know their net worth is based on things like holding their own coins that other people buy. Um, and recently, we saw Binance look at buying XBT, uh, I'm sorry, uh, FTX. Right. And one, one of the things that prior to that, Binance had said they were going to dump all of their XTX coins. Uh, that caused a collapse in FTX. Uh, and then Binance, yeah, And really quick, they kind of got wind that maybe things weren't as they appeared. And because of that, not only were they not going to help bail them out, but they were then going to unload quote-unquote, some of the investment that they had in it. When they did that, it caused a run on FTX, right? Completely. And so it's, it's, it's basically like a run on the bank. Yeah. Um, and, and I then, want my crypto. So I want my money. That, well, that's exactly right. But in the meantime, as crypto really started fading toward the end of 21, it kept going this year. You know, people that were investors in FTX started asking a lot of questions. They're losing money. Um, they do want their money back out. And then what Somebody like FTX wanted to find, you know, you talk about they need to raise more money to pay off people they already owe money to. Well, all of a sudden, when those markets dry up and you can't borrow money anymore, you're going to have a really hard time paying mm. those people off that you owe. Mm. So then you start to sell assets. And then that, you know, let's say you own a bunch of different crypto coins that are really based on owning other crypto coins, and you start to sell these things. Um, it's just, it, it's, 
feeds back on itself. And so mm-hmm. as that liquidity has evaporated, that's what we're seeing. Yep. And then what what happened with Binance, I think we talked about this the other week, it, it was kind of sketchy too because Binance said they're going to dump all their holdings in FTX coin and then all of a sudden they said, hey, we're going to buy them. And then they started looking at it and said, maybe not. And then, it, you know, something I read recently too, a big part of the valuation of Binance is like 50% or so of their net worth is tied up in Binance coin. So how, how stable is that? Because if crypto implodes and Binance's business implodes, that would mean the coin that's based on Binance's business is going to implode too, and their, their net worth is going to fall like twice as fast. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. And the biggest issue I've had with crypto in general, and even some arguments I've had, you know, not with you, but with other folks that are huge crypto fans is, and I'm sorry, Scott, I'm not trying to be, you know, a naysayer of crypto. I own a little bit just to kind of see what it does and, you know, play around in it and so on, but not not a lot of money by any means. But but what I will say is, in my opinion, and I could be completely wrong, but I don't think I am. It's just baseless, funny money that people have kind of dinked around with. Yeah, they can buy some things here and there, and I know there's a limited amount, and that's supposedly what keeps the value up and so on. But the problem is that I see, and correct me, correct me if I'm wrong, it's baseless currency. It's not based on anything. And I know everybody will say, well, the dollar's not either. It used to be gold, and now it's not. Well, but it's still yeah. got old Uncle Sam behind it, which still means a lot, Scott. Crypto doesn't have that. that that's correct. Now, do I think there are some technological benefits that we still haven't tapped into with cryptocurrency? Sure there are, but with all these different coins, I, I, I don't think so. I think, you know, Ethereum has proven to be something that if like central banks go with a central bank crypto to try to make transactions cheaper and faster, more efficient, and more safe, you know, that is an interesting investment to me. I do own some Ethereum, and I own Ethereum for you know, where it might be 10 years down the road. Right. Or something like right. That. You're um, not looking at a 10 months, you're looking 10 years. Yes. And and the other thing, and this is why, you know, we always recommend to people, if you invest in something, have a trailing stop. That It usually helps you. And what a trailing stop is, um, if you're not, say, looking for the 10 or 20-year opportunity, a trailing stop is when the stock hits its peak price. Let's say crypto went from, you know, 20 to 100. If you have a 20% trailing stop on that, that means if it drops 20% from $100, you, your brokerage firm should give you an alert saying it's time to sell this stock or this investment. Because what that trailing stop is doing, it's taking the emotional factor out. Yeah, good point. And typically, if you follow those things, and maybe you don't know tons about crypto, but you, if you're investing for thing like, hey, I'm making a bunch of money, and then trailing stop happens, you get out, you can always come back to mm. it. But by doing, following simple steps like this, you can save yourself the pain of something like this, where crypto went to almost, as Bitcoin went to almost $70,000, and it's, you know, with 16000 16000 or so, yeah, now, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see the way this plays out. I mean, it definitely has the feel of uh, there's some, some serious fraud going on. Well, I, I think there is. Now, here's the next question, because we've got some results even of of Target sales, business in general. And before we get to that, yeah. though, the question I've got is how much ripple effect throughout the market, because anything, you know, anytime something like this happens, we saw what happened when big banks collapsed 
in 08. It had a ripple effect on the economy. What do you see this doing with FTX to the economy? And by the way, it's interesting this happened uh, after the election, not before, given how much money went to the Democrat Party out of FTX. That's a whole other conversation maybe you and I can have at a later date. But the bottom line is this, this goofy Ponzi scheme was being used to fund the Democrat Party in a very large way, along with some pretty healthy lifestyles. But outside of that, when something like this collapses, it will have a ripple effect on the economy, will it not? Well, yeah, the way I would look at something like this is, okay, if we go back to the stimulus funds again, um, that is money that was meant to be given to people to use for things like, you know, paying energy bills, paying rent, you know, getting through the COVID crisis. So it was meant meant to become disposable income. It wasn't used for that. But, you know, maybe some people levered up on this because their investment kept going up. You know, who knows how that plays out. But the way I would look at that is disposable income potential just got wiped out and it got wiped out harder. Now, if I am a stock investor, I look at this from a technology uh, angle. And we may have touched base on this last week, but a lot of the guys who gave the seed money for these crypto exchanges were venture capital firms and hedge funds that tend to invest in technology stocks. Mm, okay. So when these, guys, when these guys are doing that, there's definitely leverage involved. Um, now, they've probably already taken a, a bunch of losses or written things down, but still, when they lose money and their margin calls on their mm-hmm. leverage, they have, they have to sell other things to get money back to meet those margin requirements. Um, so that's why you mm-hmm. might be seeing a lot of the sell-off we've experienced in, say, like Amazon, Microsoft, mm-hmm. right. Google, because the guys who invest in this stuff and use margin to invest and lever it up, have to meet their margin calls, and they've got to sell real assets yeah. to make back for the loss. Oh, that's a great point. Good good point on that. I never thought about that. That's a great point. All right, let's talk about Target and just business in general, because Target missed its mark. Yes, yes. Target had uh, had really bad numbers. Um, I want to say for quarterly EPS, they put up about a dollar fifty four versus $2.15. And why we care about that is on the EPS side, that is margin. Uh, and what Target told us was, that it had to do a lot of markdowns to move merchandise, mm-hmm. and a big part of the big part of that reason was, and they said in the middle of the third quarter, business really started to collapse. Yeah, and it never it never picked back up. So, in other words, uh, you know, mid July, mid August, around that time frame, it, it really started to fall apart, and by the end of September, it just, business was awful. And now going forward. The company's guiding for a pretty lousy holiday season, mm. um, you know, and, and they're talking about trying to save two to three billion dollars in cost cuts to make up for the margin losses they expect to have going forward. Interesting. So all of this, I would think, and maybe I'm wrong, but I would think all of this shows a cooling off of the economy should lower inflation. The Fed, I would hope, would be paying attention to everything that just happened with FTX, which I'm sure they are, along with what's yep. going on with what you just said a moment ago. To me, uh, maybe I'm wrong, because I don't, I, don't, I, I don't understand the Fed anyway, because I don't understand what they do at half the time. But in, in regards to yep. this, you would think they'd be looking at some of these things and saying, wait a minute, time out. Maybe we don't need these next two or three hikes we were planning on. You would, you would hope so. Um, now, it, it's really interesting you bring that up. Uh, Christopher Waller, who is a governor, he's a, he's a board member at the Fed, as opposed to being the president of a regional bank, a regional Federal Reserve Bank, he said today, he's been one of the most hawkish guys, he said today, he gave a speech, he said, you know what, some of this recent economic data we're seeing 
is really starting to show signs of the economy's cooling off, you know, maybe we don't need to be as aggressive in rate hikes. Maybe we need to start backing down. Okay. Um, and that was that was a big announcement, I felt like, from Waller. We also had Mary Daly. She's a Federal Reserve Bank in San Francisco president. She made similar comments. Uh, there are a couple of other people over the last two days. Hmm. They're saying the same things. Uh, and then there was uh, the, one of the newest guys, uh, Michael Barr. He said he, he's seriously worried about what's happening to the economy. Okay. So okay. So spot on. Yeah. 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 The Fed is starting to get really worried about things. Okay. All right. How do folks find you, Scott? Sure. Uh, Stansberryinvestor.com. Um, come check out our free stuff. Come check out our paid stuff. We're there to One last question. I got a text message in a moment ago. It says, um, yeah. uh, it said something to the effect of announced today, MasterCard, City, Wells Fargo starting a pilot program with Fed digital currency. Have you heard anything about that? Um, yes, I did see that. I believe it's about 12 big banks are looking into that. And again, I think what they're doing is they're trying to look at the money they save, the speed, and sort of the uh, uh, the privacy benefits of using cryptocurrencies. And if they do this, they go down this way. We see digital dollar. Ethereum is going to be the thing that benefits the most. Okay. All right, Scott. Appreciate you, man. As always. Uh, thank you for your time. You bet. Scott. Have a great one, and I uh, I'll talk to you next week. So we'll see you before Thanksgiving. So have a great night. All right, man. Take care. Appreciate it. Conrad is next. Conrad, what's going on? Hey, John. I just uh, had a thought about something. I called the RNC today, and I didn't get a hold of Ron McDaniel, obviously, but I talked to one of the people there. I was listening to another show yesterday, and we have got to make a big push to get Herschel Walker elected, of course. But I I think we need to also try to get some people who are being influential, you know, Ronna, maybe, I don't know, we do need change at the, at the leadership level, but to get Joe Manchin to go ahead and all the, all the crap they've done to him, get him to flip and become a Republican, and then we get the majority back, you know? Well, that'd be nice. I, I don't know if you get Manchin to do that. I think it would – I am not him, but I think it would be to his benefit if he did, but I'm not him. Yeah. Well, you know, they, they did they, – but Biden's trying to shut down the, the coal mining and the oil and all that stuff. Yeah, if he was smart, he would distance himself from that party so fast it would make everybody's head swim. I mean, I mean, he would be, he'd still be kind of like a rhino, but at least be, we still could get our majority back. Exactly, exactly. So, so. Ah, That's a good point, Conrad. Appreciate that. No, good call. Thank you very much. Take, Appreciate take that. It. Have a great night, Conrad. Affordable interest mortgage is next. Kurt Rogers. Kurt's going to join us tomorrow, by the way, at 5 o'clock. Lots to cover when it comes to mortgages and what's happening, and rates are even coming down right now. Why? Kurt will explain all of that tomorrow, but if you need him before that, 720-895-0500. Rates just keep going up, making it harder to buy or refinance a home. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Make your 30-year payment, but own your home in 15 years, all while paying half the interest. Have access to your equity for 30 years without having to refinance and pay more fees. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. There are thousands of customers taking advantage of this simple interest loan. It's times like this when you can really save in your interest costs and pay less. Go to AIMortgage.net and see our Google reviews about the Asset Manager Mortgage. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get up to 90% loan to value and up to $2 million in loan amount, all at the same rate as a $100,000 loan. 
Whether you want a condo, second home, investment, or cash out, all come with the same rate. No more paying higher fees and higher rates. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Pay less interest and own your home faster. Call 720-895-0500. And I'm a last 298-191, regulated by door, equal credit lender. Golden Eagle Financial, Al wants to help you get to retirement and then stay there and really look over your plan. Do you have one? And if you have one, is it effective? 303-744-1128. That's Golden Eagle Financial. Sometimes your money doesn't work very hard for you when you need it the most. Like in retirement, Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial can help you find alternative products with more strategic potential so your money is positioned better to work for you. Your approach to growing and maintaining a nest egg should be personalized to your lifestyle. Al can help position your money to grow in a way that feels manageable to you so you have additional income through retirement without making major sacrifices. Al considers factors like your risk tolerance, the kind of long-term growth you want to see, and how much income you'll need long-term to maximize longevity of your nest egg. Make your money work for you, starting with a fresh look from Golden Eagle Financial at 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered advisor. All right, if you want a more comfortable home and save money on energy at the same time, call Veteran Windows and Doors, Dave Bancroft, 35% off right now, 303-529-0720. Replace your windows this season without making sacrifices to your comfort. Relax, knowing that even when your installation is scheduled during the winter, Veteran Windows and Doors won't interrupt the functionality of your home. By installing one window at a time, they can contain temperature changes to one area of your home during the install by sealing off areas of the house where possible. Veteran Windows and Doors prioritize your standard of living now and in the future, too. Every job is fully weatherproofed and flashed by your technician, going beyond what building codes require, so you never need to worry about the integrity of the insulation after the job is done. Replace your windows or doors this winter with Veteran Windows and Doors and ensure your comfort during the install and in the future, too. Call 303-529-0270 now. That's 303-529-0720. Or fill out a contact form at klzradio.com slash windows to make an appointment. Business Equipment Sales, Solutions, and Service, or BES, is a service-first company. Their customer service is a top priority to the company and the technicians. I've built relationships with a lot of my customers. I know bigger companies typically don't operate that way. They try to keep their technicians moving around as much as possible. We're unique in that... Each technician has their own territory, which is beneficial for building relationships and establishing trust with your customers. We're very personable. We don't treat our customers like they're just a number. They trust us to handle all their office needs. We handle anything and everything, copier, printer, scanner, fax related. We stand by being one of the best in the industry in response time. I'd put our company up against any company. Choosing BES for your company's office puts you in good hands. Go to BESofColorado.com to learn more about the best resources for your office equipment in the Front Range area. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. They can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com.
It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, one of you uh, listeners, friend, listener friend of mine, sent me this. I thought I'd finish off today with this great advertisement and note of something that might interest all of you. Not. Bill Clinton now has a master class. It teaches inclusive leadership. Drawing from his career in politics, President Bill Clinton teaches us how to inspire diverse teams, manage criticism, and mediate conflict, and all the while still ending up on Orgy Island. No, it doesn't say that, but I added that. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. guess he teaches you how to say that as well. No, this is actually true. This is not a, a um, joke. This is an actual website called masterclass.com. You can go see it for yourself. And along with Bill Clinton, <clears throat> there are other classes in communism. No, it says community and government. Really, it's communism. Because they're led by Dr. Jane Goodall, Carl Rove, and David Axelrod. Paul Krugman, the great economist who can't predict anything. Doris Kearns Goodwin, Don Finley, and the power of empathy brought to you by Pharrell Williams and other noted co-instructors. Yeah, it's classes in communism is what it really should say. This is, again, folks, not a joke. Not a joke. This is, honest to God, you can buy the whatever week course you get here. Oh, and Hillary Rodden Clinton teaches the power of resilience. All righty then. Who would have known that so many like-minded communists could get together and actually teach you classes on anything to do with government? Imagine that. It's just public education for adults that never went to college, I guess, because you get all of this when you're there anyways. These are for people that never went to college but still need to be instructed or re-instructed, reprogrammed, brainwashed by the likes of Bill Clinton and his minions. Now, the picture, really quick, on here looks like Bill Clinton from about 20 years ago. Because the last few times I've seen him in person... On camera, he doesn't look like this picture because he has aged a lot in the last year or so. Maybe the last five years, I should say. But really, last year or so. So, yeah, if you're interested, you can actually take the master class put on by Bill Clinton and his communist manifesto minions. And I'm not really joking when I say that because that's literally what this would be is a complete communist course on how to destroy the country brought to you by Bill Clinton and his minions. So thanks, by the way, for John was the listener's name that sent me that. Thanks for sending that. I appreciate that very much. And hopefully you all can get a chuckle out of that like I did, or just at least shake your head at it. All right, tomorrow we've got a special two hours of Dr. Kelly Victory and Steve House that we will do, and then also be able to replay that on Thanksgiving for you. So if you've got any questions, we've got two full hours with them tomorrow. Text those in now, 307-200-8222. Otherwise, we will see you tomorrow. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. The National Crawford Roundtable is next right here on KLZ 560.